Okay, so we're back for another episode. Mm-hmm. I don't think Dia's wanting to kill me just yet. Uh, I mean, this episode, this was seven episodes long, man. Yeah, you'll <laughs> just wait. Um, I don't, I don't want it. <sighs> uh, okay, so here we go. Starting up with uh, episode one, okay. the dead planet of the Ark. Let me clear. Can I clarify something real quick? I accidentally napped last night for like five hours, got up at 3 a.m., and then Gam was like, hey, you want to do this? So here we are, and I'm chugging coffee to try to be able to do it, so. Really, this is her fault, not mine. I mean, yeah, but also stress and sleeping don't work together, so it's fine. Okay, here we go. Um, so, we're back in the land of the rubber hose trees and Dr. Ohio. And yes. we've punched back in on the fact that there's radiation, but no one seems to notice it, even there's that giant flashing light. Well, and they've landed... Side. Yes. Well, no, because they went and got ready first, and then walked back outside. There was a whole thing about them getting ready and taking a shower and stuff. That's fair, I guess. Um... They come into this forest that looks like it's been, like, on fire, but it's actually petrified, I believe. Yes. And there's a breeze, and yet the trees don't move, and everything is, like, dead, and they're like, this makes no sense. Like, I guess this entire planet's dead. Um, and both teachers are, like, just basically afraid of where they are, and they think that the doctor just gets them into trouble after, like, one episode. They think that he causes trouble, and it's just like... To what, be fair, what? they did nearly die. Yes, but, like, this is their... They said it in a way that was like, he's caused so much trouble with us, ha ha ha, those funny adventures that we've all been on, right? I guess. Um, they're like, hey, we should make sure he doesn't break a leg. Susan freaks out over flying, finding a flower and that it's, like, automatically crushed. And I was instantly reminded about her lovely scream, which was great. Um, then Mrs. Wright gasps and, like, gets scared and they see this, like, animal, like, sitting in a tree or something. But it's made of metal. Or at least its skin is metal. And I don't think they ever explained why it's metal. It just is. No, that doesn't come back at all, does it? No, it doesn't. Uh. Um, but they mentioned it's also petrified. Uh, so they're like, okay, well, obviously we're not on Earth. And Mrs. Wright makes the, like, most, oh my god, someone help me face. Like, I'm so done with this. And I think it's just the actress is not like, noticing that they're making those facial expressions, and it's it kind of keeps it going for me that I notice <laughs> these things. Yeah. Um, for some reason, she, she like, just keeps being upset about not wanting to go home, and then the male teacher's kind of hitting on her, which is weird. Susan starts talking about how the doctor's forgetful and wants to work alone, and then they're like, well, the entire planet's dead, so I guess we go back. And then they instantly come across a city that is, like, at the 11 feet away mark from their 10... Like, they looked around for, like, 10 feet. And they're like, the entire planet's dead. Then they moved one foot one. They're like, that's a city. Like, that's a whole-ass city. Yep. Um. So, 
So we zoom in on yet another tiny model. Um, it's the models aren't bad, I admit, but the the change of focus can be really jarring. Is all. Um, then Susan at some point freaks out that someone might have touched her in the jungle, screams a lot. Robert's like, "What? What did you do?" Uh, the doctor pretty much ignores her and goes, she's a fucking teenager. Like, I don't care. Like, she's stupid. And for some reason, her being quote-unquote stupid is kind of a theme in this episode. I'm not really sure why. Um, well, so, Hmm. Just that she's a child? Yeah. I, I guess they keep trying to nail down that, like, she's 15. I'm just like, even if she's 15... When I was 15, I got into some stuff. Yeah, but like you 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 did not have a normal 15-year-old like childhood. Okay, who did? Uh, Wh- who which of us did? Who do we know that had a normal 15-year-old okay. childhood? Okay, but okay, thing you need to remember uh family mm-hmm. portrayals on television were not mm-hmm. of the dysfunctional variety until married with children in the 80s. Before then, mm. it was Atomic Family. Oh, man. Everything's fine. I, Everything's happy. You just reminded me of of Married with Children. Why aren't we watching that? That show's fucking great. Shut up and keep talking <laughs> about Doctor Who. Listen, I will, I, will, I will say, like, this episode has, like, it's a great four-part episode. But it's stretched into yeah. seven parts, and it's unnecessarily. Yeah, it is. And it like all I could think of was like, man, I cannot wait until we get to the seventies, because <laughs> that's when they they yeah. trim a lot of the fat. Well, they trim a lot of the fat in the sixties as well, but so like, the first season there, has a I, lot of fat. I was literally in my notes talking about like I just stopped paying attention at this point, like the cave shit. I was just like, I can't. Hey, I'm we'll not get paying to that. attention. You need to hurry up, because this is seven parts, and I do not want to spend Fine. two hours explaining this. No one believes her. They're like, it's a dead planet, no one touched you, and the male teacher keeps pointing at buttons that the doctor's looking at, is like, what's this do? What's this do? <laughs> and then the doctor's like, fuck off, we can't go home, okay? Barbara winds up getting a headache for because some she's a reason. Woman. Because she's a woman. Yeah. Um... And they give her a liquid, and it cures it. The doctor's like, not too much. So I'm assuming it's like an opioid, honestly. Yeah, it was probably... It was probably. Mm. So the doctor offers them food squares, which it just tastes like whatever they want it to be if they, like, put in the right code. It makes me wonder if you... It made me wonder if you could punch in the flavor of, like, lava. That way you could learn what it tastes like. Yeah. I'll have one lava, I'll have one coochie. (laughs) You already know the taste of coochie, do not. (laughs) Anyway, keep going, we're gonna go fast. No, we're not going that fast, it's fine. Um, so, they all argue that they want to go home, and the doctor's like, no, I don't want to go home. So, he pretends to make the t- the TARDIS go. I almost called it a time machine. He pretends to it make the TARDIS machine. go. Okay, he makes the time machine go. Does that sound right to you? I mean, no, but anything to get you okay. keep going. Oh my god. We've got a Don't lot to get me. through. I know. 
So he takes out this little fluid device and he's like, this shit empty. Like, it, we've, we're fucked. And they're like, okay, well, we'll go to the city and get more. <laughs> uh, so they go outside and there's like this metal box in the ground and they start hitting it with a stick. Like, I don't understand what this is. What do you- it doesn't explode. So they pick it up and it's a metal box of glass vials. And they still at this point haven't checked the levels of radiation again, I might add. Because levels of radiation can change. Yes. Um, and I said that they were all probably going to die of cancer next episode. And the doctor is exhausted and they aren't sure why. And then they decide to go into the city and split up like a bunch of fucking idiots. Uh, we see Barbara walking through hallways that are long, quote-unquote. It's a hallway with a painting at the end. Uh, but it's I'm pretty it's... sure it was a long hallway. Uh, okay, well, if if you say it's a long hallway, sure. They wouldn't uh, Doors... <laughs> doors are closing behind her, and she doesn't seem to notice it all. And there's even a part where she comes up and, like, slaps the camera, acting like the wall. And she's like, oh, I'm locked in. Like, oh, fuck. And then everyone meets back up, doesn't know where Barbara is. In reality, she's freaking out and, like, running around in circles and smacking the walls. And more doors close around her. And then she's taken away somewhere. Like, she's obviously moving, but it doesn't really explain how she's moving. She just kind of is. Yes. Um... And then the door opens, and then there's suddenly a plunger coming after her, and she screams. And then that's the cutoff for episode one. Huzzah! So. Yeah, we'll get this, we'll get through this fast enough, it's fine. Okay, so. So, let me, let me, let me. So, okay, so, the plunger. As as I sort of mentioned a day while we were watching it, uh, that initial sort of uh, plunger was uh <laughs> it was kind of like the jump scare of its day it uh yeah i hmm. the kid the children of the 60s were very innocent well okay here's the thing uh as you as you may have already picked up on dear uh the daleks are a very 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 thin allegory for the nazis uh, Who yeah. could have seen that coming? Seen oh! That? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Britain kind of went nuts for the Daleks in like yeah. a really, really hyper way. Like kids just fucking went nuts for them. They love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, <sighs> I, I don't know how I feel about that, honestly. Really. It, it, okay, I have to show you some footage of it because it's pretty fucking adorable. Um, well, okay, me, yes, but also, like, they're supposed to be Nazis, so it's kind of half on one hand, half a dozen okay, on the other. It's, it's okay. they were never portrayed as as the way stormtroopers are now. Of like, no, I know. Ooh, aren't they cool? Isn't it cool to have stormtrooper stuff? It was yeah. more like a. a Everyone knew they were the bad guys, and it was like kids were kids were playing as pretend Daleks. Like cops and robbers. Yeah, like yeah. cops and robbers. Like, very obvious, whereas, like, the Stormtroopers, Disney tends yeah. to glorify them in a way that I'm uh, really not happy with. <laughs> all hail the overlord, Disney. Mythki. 
Miski. Miski. Anyway, Miss so. Anyway, episode two. Um, so we cut back. There's suddenly a whole bunch of Daleks wiggling plungers when they go out the door. Um, and they're told to follow them immediately. And they, th- Susan and the doctor go. And then Ian, like, runs off. And they shoot, like, I, I kept calling it a liquid because it looks like a liquid that they used as the prop. But I'm assuming it's a laser that makes you paralyzed. So his legs just got paralyzed. And then they're like, hey, if you run away again, even though we just paralyzed you, uh, we're going to kill you and make that, perma- that paralyzation permanent. So very scary. Yes. Uh, so they get put into a jail cell and Barbara's there. And we find out that she was in a lift, and that she was just going down all these floors. They're like, we're probably, like, a million miles underground. I think it was, like, 40 in reality, but, like, they're, like, really deep underground. And they're like, do you remember anything? Like, do you remember how we got there? Was there anything on the way here? And they're like, no, there wasn't even any furniture. And I'm just like, why does that matter? Well, Ian immediately says that as well. He's like, that doesn't matter. No, it's just the line got to me. Um, she starts to wonder if they're actually machines or if there's someone inside of them. Um, and then they kind of admit to Barbara that they got radiation sickness because when they were walking around originally, they saw a wow, I can't think of a Geiger counter, yes. and it was like you're in danger. There's so much radiation, blah blah blah. And they're like, oh, we've got radiation sickness. And man, I've watched Chernobyl. This is some bullshit radiation sickness. Shut up. Um, This is fucking caveman politics all over again. It it is! I fucking kicked Chernobyl this shit. (laughs) Um, And the doctor pretty much is like, wow, I feel so bad. And we cut to the Daleks, like, the Daleks, like, watching them. And they apparently need very large buttons to push, so all their machines have very large buttons, so their plungers can push them. Um, the Daleks aren't sure actually why the crew has radiation sickness, and they get the doctor, and you're like, okay, why are you sick? And then, okay, so I could never figure out the name of the other people. What was it? So, okay, they actually like I bring this back I heard years Sal? later. Thal. I heard Tau. Thal. 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 Thal or Thal? Thal. As in T-H-A-L-S. Oh. Thal. Okay. Because I had like Sal and then like Throw and then like Tal and I was like, I don't... This... I... Mm. They kind of bring it back a, uh, in a... in the 70s and then they reinforce it again a little bit later in the 70s. Uh, they kind of retcon what they call the Daleks, uh, because I think in this one they call them the Dells, or the Rells, I think Dells, but later on they they end up, like, going, oh, that's, that's a nickname for us, we're actually called the Carlids, uh, ingenious, I know, uh, we'll get to that, though, Uh, we'll get to that. uh, Okay. Yeah, uh, you learn that the Daleks lived with the Talls on this planet, but there was a war, and that the Talls are apparently mutilated by the Dalek standards. They're disgusting. Disgustingly teacher... mutated is the word that yes. they use. 
we cut back to the jail cell. There's so many cuts in this fucking show. We cut back to the jail cell. The male <laughs> teacher's just trying to walk around again. And, and there was a, literally a moment where I was like, man, I hope he eats shit. And then he just face first into the ground. <laughs> and it was so good. Yeah. Um, and they say, okay, well, you need to go back and get those vials that you had because we need them. And there's this whole argument about who goes and like the the Ian can't stand and the doctor and Barbara are like passed out from radiation sickness and Susan's like, I'm fine. Like I don't know why it's not affecting me so much. Um and then the male teacher eats shit again trying to prove that he can leave. So they're like, Okay, well they get upset because Susan can't go because she's a child, but if she goes straight Small there and back child. home they can get but if she goes straight there and then straight back, they can, you know, get McDonald's on the way home. It's fine. But only if she's good. Uh, otherwise, we're getting only black coffee, and that's it. Yes. Uh, Ian, we cut to Ian, like, punching his own legs <laughs> so that he could start feeling again. And I don't really understand how that would help, but, you know, whatever. Uh... Of course, you know, they're not going to let them use the drug. They're going to replicate it and use it themselves. And then they start... We cut back to the jail cell from the Daleks. We cut back to the jail cell. And Barbara and Ian are talking. They're like, don't blame the doctor. And he's like, why? It's his fault, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that doesn't help. I'm like, why are we having this conversation? Just... Sit there and die of radiation poisoning. Like, this isn't what I'm interested in right now. Yeah, yeah. So we cut to Susan running through the trees, and there's a storm and lightning and stuff, and she's getting scared. And she's doing that very obvious running on a treadmill thing. What are you talking about? Where... She's definitely not running on a treadmill. <sighs> she's running through a forest, deal. Uh-huh. And getting hit in the face with branches and stuff. And she comes up on the TARDIS, she's like, okay, cool. Grabs the vials. Doesn't take one, even though I guess she wouldn't know how to, because when she leaves the TARDIS, there's literally a tall right there. And he's like, I'm going to teach you how to take these, because you should have taken them the moment that you got them, sort of thing. Yeah. And this whole time when she was running, there's like very camouflaged, you cannot see me. Things moving in the background. So, you know, very obviously they followed her. <laughs> so, I'm trying to remember what his name was because it was very hard to keep track of their names. Remember, I kept making jokes about it? Yeah. I kept saying, but no, it's Aladdin. Daladin. Aladdin, yes. Aladdin. Okay, Aladdin. whatever. He pretty much goes like, sorry I touched you on the shoulder, blah blah blah. And he gives her more medicine because he knows that the Daleks are going to take the medicine he gave her. And he also gives her his coat. This is very important, don't forget this. Yeah, don't forget the coat. Um, <laughs> the Daleks are now okay with giving them water, but not with keeping them alive, so I'm not really sure, whatever. Uh, we... Get her Susan back, like, very quickly. Like, it's just a cut. And they're just like, oh, we feel better now. Mr. Aladdin fucking 
taught us how to take this drug. Wow. And at this point, I wrote that Barbara was exuding some real Karen energy, and I realized her shirt was on backwards, and it upset me so much. Like, the buttons were down the back of her spine. Yes. Um, um, I also made note that I was like, the Daleks aren't as sadistic as, like, I know them to be, because they also, in fact, brought them, like, tea and food and stuff. Well, they were prisoners. And... Uh, but, like, for what reason? Well, they wanted to keep them alive to figure figure out how long it would take for the radiation to deal with them. But they... Okay. Uh, sure. <laughs> I, I also said that I like to imagine the Daleks as men on tricycles, because I know it's like shopping cartwheels that they're on, but, like, whenever they're moving across the floor in this episode, you can hear it, like, very obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of just being in a supermarket, really. Pretty so, much. we... We learn pretty much that the... They, so they take Susan for their plan, and they make her write this letter and how they expect the, the Thals to agree. Because if the Thals can <laughs> go to peace with the Daleks, everything can get better. Because the Thals are or, fucking pussies. Yes. Um, and... <laughs> They're pacifists. There's this whole thing about... Well, no, I wasn't saying that, that they were pacifists. I was just saying, like, they no, just they wanted to they say they're pacifists. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, that's the whole that's the whole thing. Uh, when they came for me, I said nothing. Um, <laughs> that's not what I was going for, but okay. Mm. So um, they the Thals have this whole moment where they make a comment about how women don't know when to shut up, and then they cut away again. Yeah, good old sixties. So, the Daleks are having Susan write this letter that they're going to use to draw them in and, uh, like, set a trap, basically. And she's like, here, I wrote this letter. And it attaches to the suction cup, and that's how they move things. And imagining them, like you said, imagining them building a whole city with this, like, little suction cup is amazing. It is, right? (laughs) They're like... So they look at the letter, like, what is this, like, last word? Like, Suzanne? And they're like, no, that's that's my name. And they're like, this is stupid, but whatever, we'll use it. And then they kind of make note that Susan notices that they've been watching them from a camera. So they have a fight in the, in the jail cell and rip down the camera. And the dollar's like, no, they, they did that on purpose. Like, that's, that's stupid. And so they start trying to figure out a plan how to get out and deal with the Daleks. I realized at this point, he doesn't have, uh, what's the word? Uh, a dongle, the thing that, deus ex machina, it's, it's, a it's the thing that does, a gooba, yeah. <laughs> it, it does, <laughs> it does whatever, yeah. <laughs> It does whatever you need it to do in the situation. It's... A gooba. There's a word for it. I mean, yeah, that is. But... MacGuffin? He do- it, a MacGuffin, yes. The screwdriver. There is no MacGuffin for that this doctor so far. That does not come into play until the late 60s. Okay. 
Well, I'm just saying, like, this is when I noticed that, that there was no MacGuffin for him. I mean, he kind of smashes some stuff with his cane, but yeah. I wouldn't call that a MacGuffin. I, yeah, I mean, okay, so the sonic screwdriver isn't really a big part of Doctor Who. It wasn't until the new series where they were like, hey, let's make this a bigger part. Whereas, like, in the yeah. classic, it was like, it, it, it's barely used, and when it is used, it is purely a MacGuffin. Like, an absolute MacGuffin. Yeah. I was gonna say, because I remember, like, me watching Doctor Who, I'm like, okay, well, they're trapped. Oh, nope, cool, he's out because of the screwdriver. Yes. But that's not invented um, until the late 60s, so a cane smashing a power conduit it is. Mm-hmm. So we go back to the prison room that's now without a video, and they're like, okay, well, let's figure out how the Daleks work, and then maybe we can figure this out. So two of them stand by the door and watch the Dalek that comes in and brings them food, and they just kind of, like, inspect them, and they're like, well, they have eyes on all of, like, everywhere, and we're not really sure what to do, and they see everything we do. So they're like, well, why don't we create a distraction? Thereby being an entire hypocrite to everything they just said. Yes. So they take the mud from Susan's shoes and make... Or they take the dirt from Susan's shoes, because she was outside, and make a mud ball. Yes. They also put the coat on the ground. This is important. They put the coat on the ground. Why do they put the coat on the ground? So that it can't interact with the floor, because they very quickly realized that they everything was metal that the Daleks interacted with. So they got their energy and power, or whatever, electricity, I guess, to from the floor. As long as they were touching metal or the floor, they could move around, they're powered. And what type so of electricity like, oh. do we call that? Static. That's true, kids. Oh! Did you something. know, if you rub your socks real hard on the ground, you can make electricity too? Try it now, kids. Piss off your parents. <laughs> Shock your significant other. Constantly. <laughs> Cause your make grandpa to have it. a heart attack because his pacemaker will short. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so they bring in the Dalek. Susan smash it, or Susan and Ian are just like taking the food or whatever. Barbara smashes its eye thing <laughs> with mud so it can't see. Uh, the technical term is an eye stalk. It's just spinning around and like, don't touch me, get off me, like that sort of thing. And so they quickly move him onto the cape and he just powers down. Yep. Um. So they're like, okay, well, they decide to put Ian inside the Dalek for a plan. So they open it up and realize there's something inside the Dalek. They take it out in the coat and they put Barbara and Susan in the hallway so they don't see it. And they're like, y'all keep watch. They put it to the side. Ian gets in the Dalek. They're like, so, all right, here we go. So I've noticed you you say they put, they, they take it out with the coat, but isn't the coat on the ground underneath the Dalek to prevent no, it from because- using its power to hurt them? So, so they opened it up. Yes. I didn't, so I didn't really understand, like, why it didn't, I don't know. 
Because the plot told them that it didn't. Yeah. It opened it up, and they're like, oh, there's a little thing in here. So then they move it off the coat, take the coat, take the thing out of the Dalek and move it. But for whatever reason, when they take it off the floor, it doesn't get powered back up, really? And the little thing inside can't do anything? Like, it... So mm. the little thing inside is the actual Dalek. Yeah, I know that. The the metal casing is just the casing for the Dalek. Yes. Yeah, just just thought you ought to know. No, I know. And then we cut to them going down the hallway, and we go and look back at the cape, and there's like this little creepy baby demon hand that pokes out, and I was like, oh god, it's gremlins, someone fed you after dark? Ah! It is kind of sort like of thing. That. I mean, it's meant to be like a webbed hook kind of deal, but it's so small and black and white and bad camera quality that you can't really tell. Yeah. And then that was the end of that episode. So. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, you kind of did, like, two episodes right there, but that's fine. Uh, we've got a lot to get through. Um, yep. So, one thing I noticed uh, that I tried to bring up to you is that uh, William Hartnell, the guy who plays the Doctor, he is uh, pretty old, and he flubs his lines quite a bit. And, yeah, uh, he does. <laughs> one time on uh, on uh, the set of... Uh, actually, it's the next story, but I'll say it here anyway. Uh, one time on the set of the next story, he's meant to say something like... Uh, hang on, I'll get the exact information. Uh, wow, not on top of it. Instantly. I had it. Uh, he he's supposed to say the fault locator, but instead, as mm -hmm. a as a hashtag prank, he says the fornicator, <laughs> just <laughs> just to make everyone laugh. <laughs> because he because everyone kept teasing him about the fact that he uh, yeah uh, kept messing up his lines, which gets worse the further it goes along. Oh no! And uh, I, is the main I reason get... why he was pushed out of. Uh, being the doctor. <laughs> yeah, I get secondhand embarrassment from people flubbing their lines because I know when I flub things, like, on stream or just talking to you now, like, I get embarrassed about it because I used to be pretty good about not doing that, but, like, I went to the hospital, a lot of stuff happened, you know, yeah. it's fine. So, an another thing that <laughs> I think you'll like is that uh, the story was originally meant to be designed by Ridley Scott. Oh. Uh, yes, the Ridley Scott, who later went on to uh, oh. uh, direct Alien and Blade Runner. This was... Uh, like, oh! Remember, the 60s, so this is before he became big man Ridley, Ridley, I'm, Ridley Diddley. I'm upset because there should be more vagina-shaped things in the show. That is not Ridley Scott, that is H.R. Giger. <laughs> no, no, the, I thought Ridley Scott helps with the eggs like he was like make them less sex someone was like make them like sexual and he was like nah well yeah but he didn't come up with the idea for the whole sexual thing that was part of hr giga's so, fucking yeah <sighs> it 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 was both of them i i still say there are not enough vagina shaped things in the show period. oh trust me there will be um oh god no <laughs> i was kidding uh <laughs> it was a bit. I was trying to be funny. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. So Ian finally figures out how to make the Dalek work. And they continue down the hall to a lift. And they're like, hey, 
the the overseers didn't call for these guys and they're like yeah they did and then susan's like you know what i got this in her head and she like freaks out like Ew! sort of thing yep and for whatever reason they punch in on her face and she does this very obvious wink like with her whole face and then goes back to screaming and i'm like Oh my god, be more subtle, please. Well, well, again, camera quality, you have to make sure... That no! <laughs> no! <laughs> it, it, an easier thing to do would be to, like, pat someone on, like, the arm and, like, get their attention. Well, she's first. 15, she doesn't understand subtlety. I don't care! Uh, okay. I see how it is. Oh, okay, hold on. Um, so, I want to point out that I haven't cared about typos on these notes that I've been taking, and one of my times I wrote Ian got changed to Iran, so. <laughs> That's a thing. Of course it is. <laughs> so, they, like, force her into the lift because she just kind of forced the Dalek's hand, and then the Dalek like, when the door closes, calls them, it's like, hey, they're on the lift, like, they're coming up, and they go, why did you do that? No one wants them. So they're like, okay, well, this is an emergency. So they power down the room, and Ian gets stuck in the Dalek, because he can't get out because of magnets? How do, how do fucking, they work? Fucking magnets. How do they work? And the Daleks outside start laser-cutting the door, because they demagnetize the floor, so they can't, they demagnetize the floor so they can't take Ian with them. Even, like, pushing the Dalek doesn't work. This is completely thrown out the window later. Um, yes. But for some reason, the room is demagnetized, but the lift still works. I'm not yes. really sure. And then Iran keeps trying to get out, right? <laughs> and Susan is freaking out in the lift, like, no Dalek can stop the lift manually. For whatever reason, like, in another room. So they're just going up on the lift, and she's freaking out, like, no, we have to go save them. Yeah. Um, and they make it to the top, and the, they send the lift back down. And then the Daleks finally break through the door and shoot Ian's Dalek. But it's empty! Oh, he oh. got out! Oh, what, and, a, what a trick, what a hashtag goof. Ha! Hashtag punked! Um, so, God, I don't even know how many people are going to know that fucking show. Um, so the lift is going back up. It obviously has Ian on it. And they, the Daleks downstairs hit the emergency switch right as Ian's coming up. And he just kind of jumps out the elevator, like, with no issue. Yep. So they go, okay. And they walk over to the window. And they see all these, like, bodies moving or something. Like, what is that? And for whatever reason, during this whole period from here forward, to me it sounded like everyone was walking on glass. And I don't know why. Like, all of their footsteps were really, really crunchy. This is probably a reason. Okay. <laughs> I can't tell if that's sarcasm or not. Yeah, no, maybe. I'll never okay, tell. well... So they see the Thals coming to get the food supplies that Susan set them up for. 
and they <laughs> sorry they decide they have to go help them so they try to open this door and they notice that the elevator's coming back up so it's like fuck what do we do so they find this statue of a rock near them and while the door is hard to move this giant cement statue isn't you just throw it in the elevator shaft and it yes. hits the elevator and makes it crash basically boom mhm um for a moment i thought i heard like clapping for whatever reason but it was actually them running and it just like the sound quality is just not there and the doctor starts talking about how the thals dying is none of their business even though it absolutely is because they gave them the radiation drugs and also it's literally Susan's fault that they're going to die yes but the but the doctor's just a total asshole and it's just like nah that that ain't our business like it, we're just going to stay out of it for some reason um yes. I feel like it's just a running theme that the Doctor's an asshole. He kind of is an asshole, in the first incarnation, especially. Second, he gets a lot better. But the first, he's kind of like a, a grumpy, rude grandpa, who's a yeah. bit of an asshole. Um, he yeah. gets better as time goes along, but he the... never really properly grows out of it. Like like a like a a grandfather or uncle in your like family reunion or like Christmas party for your family that's like a little bit racist but not like outwardly yeah like he does very sub subconscious racist stuff but then he's also like I support building a wall sort of thing kind of yeah anyway keep going so where was I da, 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 da. so Ian stays behind to warn them. And then we cut to the Thals walking in to find their food. And he's like, can we work peacefully, blah, blah, blah. And you see Ian in the corner listening in and not saying anything, even though he literally was like, I'm going to go warn them. Yep. And he runs in at the last second. He's like, it's a trap, run away. And then they just literally kill the leader of the Thals. And um, I believe they paralyze another character. And they walk him out and they try to paralyze Ian and it doesn't work and it hits the wall and it just looks like an 80s trip fest. Honestly. Well, well the 80s haven't happened yet. Well, no, I know, but it just kind of reminds me of that. Like when you look at psychedelic colors moving all across like a screensaver or something. The shit. 70s. No. Psychedelic isn't typically attributed to the 80s, dear. Okay, fair. I just like <laughs> That whole 30 years is just, like, really combined for me, okay? Oh, you have no idea how funny a joke it is to say that the 70s and 80s are combined, because that is a whole continuity joke within Doctor Who that we'll get to. Oh, no. No, 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 no. It's a, it's a complete... It's actually really oh. fucking funny. <laughs> okay. Keep going. Anyway, Thal's leader is dead, Daleks so, have ambushed yeah. them, keep going. Yeah, so everybody gets out, and they're talking to people that are like, this is what we do, here's some food, here's our entire history. And he's like, with this history, I could probably figure out where we are, and we could get home, blah, blah, blah. 
Um, and the crew finally, like, gets back to the Thals with, like, their injured co-worker, whatever, co-worker, injured <laughs> other member. And they're like, what happened? Oh, it was a trap. Where's our leader? Oh, no, he's dead. Uh, so they have to elect a new leader. I almost said erect. Elect a new leader. And Barbara's entire way to heal people is to make them drink water, I've noticed. With the radiation poisoning, she's like, he needs some water. Which, like, I kind of got. But then this guy that has, like, a paralyzed shoulder, she's like, he needs some water. Like, what? <laughs> Bitch, he needs a new shoulder. <laughs> um, We go into how they're different from each other, so there's a war because of that. Like, they don't like that they're different. Oh! Also, at this point, I realize that all the Thals are, like, tall white people with blonde hair. Yeah, which... I wasn't going to bring it up, but... Yeah, it that is kind so of, bad. It kind of muddies the whole metaphor a little bit. Yeah, it yeah, it does. Like especially with everything that's happening right now. Like that is kind of hard to watch if I'm honest. It I don't know, man. It's hard. It's yeah, it's <sighs> a bit it's a bit weird because I think it's because the whole the whole point, I, I, you you might have missed it because it is like a really like quick line that they say, but uh, they kind of go off on the fact that the Thals and the Daleks actually kind of looked the same at one point, but because of all the radiation, yeah. they've been evolving at different rates and in a circular motion, and uh, so yeah. it's like kind of sort of like uh, muddies the metaphor of the Daleks being. Uh, an allegory for Nazism, where yeah. you sort of bring up, oh, but this is these are the real people of it, and uh, they're they're like uh, when they're not warlike, they're actually really nice people, and it's like yeah, and they're it's and they're weird also beautiful. They're also like supposed to be beautiful and extremely intelligent, and they're now farmers, and they're also very cultured because they kept all their history. It's just. So much. It's a bit weird. I mean, but it's yeah. not like the worst. But the thing is, you barely notice it because, spoiler alert, Doctor Who is very white. Very yes. white. Um, yes. The only reason I kind of noticed is because I was like, wow, they all have blonde hair. And I'm like, wait, they're all okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. So we find out that the Thals used to be, like, warriors, and then they mutated super hard and became peaceful because they're like, our planet got fucked up from war. We don't want to do that anymore. And we see that the dolls didn't always look like they used they did, but we still don't really know what they look like because we know that they're inside of the casing. So, mm. And the entire crew considers making them remember how to fight for a moment, but then they're like, no, we should just leave. Like, it's fine. But, hey, guess what? The Daleks took the fluid thing that the doctor thought he could empty and be like, I want to go see the city. They actually uh -oh. took it, so they actually can't get home. And then that's the end of that episode. Yes. So, oh boy. <laughs> yes. There's a lot to unpack. 
and, and maybe and maybe the the better choice is some of it we put back in the package and we put it in the back of the closet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um Oh boy. Uh there's a lot of changes between like the script and everything, but the guy who wrote it, Terry Nation, uh his agent was very, very, very smart and basically uh-huh. uh argued and negotiated to basically Terry kept the rights to the Daleks after writing the story, which turned oh. out very lucrative for him. <laughs> uh yeah. because uh of everything that happened, like not only do the Daleks come back numerous times uh, throughout the mm-hmm. show, but uh, there's especially nowadays. There's uh, two movies based on, uh, mm. ba- based on Doctor Who uh, and the Daleks. Uh, one of which was an attempt to get Americans interested in Doctor Who back in like uh-huh. the six- I forget what it was, probably the sixties. Uh, quick yes or no question: Did it work? <laughs> what do you think? Uh, okay, anyway. <laughs> so, another thing is that, to sort of give you a glimpse of just how insane Dalek Mania was, the first two episodes of this uh, averaged about 6.6 million viewers. Uh, then oh. everything happened. The final two episodes have 10.4 million viewers. Uh, to put it in perspective... Uh, <laughs> The latest episodes of Doctor Who that have just gone this season have like oh. an an average overall of <laughs> six point six point four million. Uh, yeah, the season that before seems to be is the like average. the season before is like seven point nine, but that's that's typically high when there's a new Doctor because people come in going, "Ooh, something new," uh, and then uh-huh. they'll peter off as like they go, "Eh, I don't actually like this," or etc. But it but is... Quick, quick, offhanded question: Who's your favorite doctor? Because I'm very biased in the doctors I know. No, of course you are. I, I have a few that I like quite a bit. I um, I'm really partial to the seventh doctor, uh, partially because he's like this absolute clown. That, but it's also like he has a very, very serious dark side <laughs> that they start getting yeah. into, but then the show got cancelled and they couldn't do it, and it's oh. like, oh. Uh, but it's like, he's such a such a great actor, uh, Sylvester McCoy. But I also, I, so, I pretty much like them all. <laughs> yeah. So I was very, very partial to David Tennant, just in general. I there think... You Christopher, Christopher Eccleston. Yeah, that, let me get there. <laughs> But I have to admit, I believe Nine was my favorite Doctor out of all of them. It just... You mean out of the three that you watched? Four. Three and a half. I didn't watch all of four. You did not watch the Twelfth Doctor. I tried. Everyone tried. Yeah, everyone <laughs> tried. <laughs> it was awful. Uh... Yeah. Like I said, I watched like three and a half of them, and I think nine was probably my favorite out of all of them. Yeah, it's a shame Which he I... only wanted to do one season. Yeah, he did not like I... it. Yeah, he he wanted to go Which... off and do bigger and better things like GI Joe and Thor <laughs> Two. Oh, 
Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, Thor 2 wasn't that bad, but that's beside the point here. It's the worst Marvel movie. Uh, it's okay. It's, it's not great. the worst Marvel movie. Anyway, keep going. Anyway, this isn't Marvel. Well, there's another show for Marvel, Marvel, and this ain't it. Um, so we go back, and the Daleks have, at this point, duplicated the drug that they were given, and they're like, okay, well, they're gonna start taking it in batches, and then they start talking about how it's obvious that the Thals will attack us, and then they instant cut to the Thals going, no, we're never going to attack them ever, like, that's not our thing. <laughs> yeah. And I think I legitimately laughed out loud about it. There um, are some good hard cuts. Yeah. And then the worst fucking part... Okay, the second worst fucking part of this episode. Worse for a different reason than the cave. But the worst part of this episode is... The Doctor, Susan, and Barbara are all like... We should make the Thals fight for us so we can go get the fluid thing back. And Ian's like, we're not going to make people waste their lives for a part in our machine. He's like, but we're going to die. He's like, but you can't expect people to die for that. I'm like, why is this even an argument? It's not in the wrong here. But everyone is so mad at him. It made me so upset. Like, <laughs> Well, they have to drag out the episode. I know, but th why is that even an argument? Like, you shouldn't expect someone you just met to lay their life on the line for you when they're a pacifist. Well, you know, yes, you can. If you're British and you're in a episode that's a no, 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 full stop, full stop. If you're British, full stop. Listen, as an Australian, I think I ought to tell you the reason why Australia suddenly decided to go, hey, maybe uh, being uh, a slave to the UK isn't a good idea. Uh, the UK loved to send other people to war, dear. Yes. It's a I, very I British quality to send other people to yes. fight for you. Again, being British is why. Full stop. So, yes. <laughs> whatever. Um, so they decide, for whatever reason, they let Ian go talk to them. And they're like, hey, like, you should respect yourself and protect yourself. Because at some point the Daleks are going to come up here and they're going to kill you. Like, that's just going to happen. Yep. And so Ian takes all of their records and is like, what if I just go give this to the Daleks? Are you going to stop me? And they're like, no. What like, if I that give you a sucks. vinyl Please records don't. to them? <laughs> What if I give them my, your Motley Crue record? Like, ugh. And they're like, no, we're not going to stop you. That's not who we are. I know what you're trying to do. And they're like, okay. So Ian takes a chick's hand and she's like, okay, well, I'm going to go give them her. And starts walking off and they just like deck him. And it's great. I yeah. love seeing Ian get beat up. It's amazing. <laughs> Which is kind of funny, because I think Ian's actually one of my favorite characters. But I still like watching him get decked, it's great. I mean, one, you're really gonna like the next episode then. Uh, oh, hell yeah. Which, by the way, I, I feel you'll you'll like this, the next episode is only two parts. Yes! <laughs> it's like a vacation! But, it's... Oh, but what? A very psychological episode. 
And is okay. Is it going to be anything like fucking caveman politics? No, it's going to be Okay, then we're good. Cabin fever-ish politics. It's fine. It's fine. I can do cabin fever. Okay, sure you can. I you're gonna eat your fucking words when we get to it. Okay. Anyway, keep Okay. Going. You wanna make a bet? Uh no. I'm just saying mm-hmm. keep going. You wanna make a we can make it interesting. No. Okay, fine. I don't want to keep fine. This. You, this is interesting. You just don't want to make you just don't want to make a bet. I see how it is. Well, mm. partially because um, I know you are so spiteful <laughs> that you would do anything to prevent me from winning a bet. <laughs> okay, listen, just because you know me does not give you the right to call me out. I know how fucking competitive <laughs> you are. <laughs> so we cut back to Daleks, and we just see one spinning in circles, not being able to control itself, and it's like tripping balls. It's hilarious. And it's because the anti-radiation drug apparently fucked them up, because they're conditioned to need radiation at this point to survive. And you kind of finally notice in the background that there's only two Daleks, and the rest are absolutely cardboard cutouts. It's it's something. What are you talking about? They're not cardboard oh. cutouts. They're yes, real Daleks. They have... Oh, yeah, they had the budget to make an entire army of Daleks. Let me tell you all about that. So they talk about exploding in on their Newton bomb to survive because they need radiation, and radiation's been ticking down slowly, like, ever since the, the we got to this planet. They've talked about this. Um, and then they... Ha- we cut back to the Thals, and they're, like, talking about a lake that has monsters that are mutated and their brother was killed. And they're like, no one would attack from the lake. That's crazy. Poor shadowing! Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> very heavy-handed foreshadowing. Holy fuck. And then we cut back to the Daleks, and they talk about how if they can't adapt to the environment, it's okay. They're going to make the environment adapt to them by nuking it again. Yep. And then... That's a solution. We And then the, we go back to the Thal leader talking about how the the Daleks are going to kill them some time. Hold on, what the fuck did I write? How about how the Daleks are going to kill them sometime? Okay. <laughs> how, at some point, the Daleks are going to kill them. And if they let the crew go off, they might as well get themselves killed. They might have. They might as well as get well, themselves killed. They might as well have killed them themselves. Yes. Like if they let them go off alone, like it, it's literally blood on our hands. So guess what? They decide to go through that marsh lake because it's undefended because it's a natural barrier and the Daleks didn't fucking arm it or anything. <laughs> Who could have seen that coming? Um, and so the marsh is really bubbly. They're just like, oh no. And I don't know why I actually wrote names at this point. And I was like, Antoditis was like, I'm scared. And the new Thal leader was like, shut the fuck up. Like, don't let anyone see that you're scared. Like, shut up. And for whatever reason, Barbara came along. I don't know why. Why did she need to come along? It's fine. Because, well, you know, uh, 
She's gotta come mm. along. If she doesn't, what else is she gonna do? She literally sees a gross thing in the water two seconds later and kind of screams, and I hate it. Well, if if something happens and a woman in Doctor Who doesn't scream, did it really happen? <laughs> if a woman screams in the forest and no one's around to hear it, did it really happen? If if a woman screams oh, in the forest and no one's around to, to witness oh, no. it, did a Doctor Who episode really happen? No, my my joke almost went... We're, hold on. Oh, um, no, don't, no, 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 okay. no. Okay, okay, fine. I know exactly where that joke is going. Ah, <laughs> uh, the American system is so fucked up. Um, so we see Ian washing his face with the water and everyone's eating around the campfire and then Ian sees this evil starfish come up out of the water a little and he's like, holy shit! And so they're like, okay, we'll keep track of that evil starfish. Y'all get to sleep. It's fine. So they have a good night's sleep. And then someone comes by and is like, I saw something by the lake. And they go over and they look and it's like pipes coming from the lake, which is how the Daleks get their water. I'm not sure why they need water. It's where the Daleks get their water. And it's so obviously a real scene. And it just... Mm, the paintings in this are just so good. Yes. Yes. And then uh, one person goes to fetch water and gets dragged in and dies. And then that is literally the end of that episode. Uh, I'm pretty sure he gets dragged into a coffee cup. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Sorry, it's just, hmm. it looks so much like someone just stirring coffee. It, I mean, yeah, it does. Um, okay. uh, so, as I say, any facts about this episode? Because that's pretty much where it ends. Because the next one is it's it's the ordeal one. It, it's and it really is an ordeal. Uh, yes. I fucking knew that's where that would go. Um, <laughs> Sorry, she just sent me what the joke would be, and I knew exactly what it was going to be. Uh, <laughs> so, I, I'm just looking at, like, the myths, uh, and it kind of makes sense that this is one of the myths. Uh, so, Terry Nation, one of the myths, myths around uh, the Daleks was that Terry Nation uh, named them after seeing Dal and E and Ek uh, volumes of an encyclopedia dictionary, because they'd be right really? next to each other. Uh, he actually made up the name, but invented this as a story to tell the press because he was just like, you know what, fuck it. It's better to have an interesting story to tell them. <laughs> uh-huh. Because, <laughs> I mean, if you have an interesting story, you want to know about it more. Very thrilling. So bringing it all back to our, our good friend, uh, JFK, uh, he was actually assassinated oh. during the filming of this episode. Uh-huh. So they were filming it, and then he got shot. Oh, yeah. that's fun. Yeah, no, it's fun, eh? Yeah. yeah, it's very fun. Yeah. He lost uh, his head, but there... who got a head? <laughs> okay, stop. <laughs> okay, anyway, keep going. Okay, so, so the next one is called... Uh, the uh, the ordeal, I believe, 
And then we cut to the Daleks talking about how they want to make this neutron bomb, and it's going to take 23 days to make. And they're like, that is way too long. Like, what are you doing? And Barbara and uh, the uh, one of the Thals are, like, searching through one of the caves to see if it's a dead end. And they're flirting, like, super hard. Like, if you haven't caught on to it at this point, like, what is wrong with you? She getting that doll dick. She do. And at this point, they're like, oh, well, it's a dead end. But then she hears the sound of water and is like, wow, there's an entrance somewhere. And I'm like, how caves work? It's not how caves work at all. Just because there is yes, water is. in a cage, just shut the fuck up. I have taken you into an actual cave when you came here to see me. And we literally saw water dripping from the ceilings from nothing. Yeah, and if you followed that water, it would have taken you out. How do you follow it? You know, you just do. You just atomize and go through the rocks? You just go off scene and then suddenly you're at the source. <laughs> Okay, fair. Just yeah. go, just pause life, go out of the scene, and you're out. It's fun. You made it. Pretty much. Anyway, keep going. So they find this hole, and they're like, well, it drops like 30 feet, so we're gonna, like, let you rappel down. So she, quote unquote, ties the rope to a rock, and pretty much tries to let him repel, but she sucks at it. And also there's no way a tiny woman in the 60s like that could let a man of like 250 pounds probably, because he was pretty muscular, repel. Like, I don't... Are <laughs> there's you, no way. Are you, are you being sexist? How? What are you saying, that a woman can't do it? Why? No, I'm saying this woman couldn't because she's <laughs> very tiny, obviously doesn't work out, and probably can't lift 225 pounds. Are you saying Barbara doesn't even lift? I'm saying she doesn't even lift. Wow. Really? I'm saying I don't even lift, and I know I couldn't do that. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. I probably weigh more than her, and I probably couldn't do that. You probably couldn't do that. Well, I probably wouldn't want to. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Among other things. Um, so she drops him by accident. He falls, like, two inches. Like, don't even worry about it. Well, he says the drop was 20 to 30 feet. Listen, he falls, like, two inches. (laughs) He really does. And they yell down, like, hey, are you hurt? Apparently he's not. So I kind of just took that as canon that he actually only fell, like, a few inches. I, I think it is. So, it's a bit weird, because the last time we cut to him, he's like, there's a 20 to 30 foot drop, and then I think he keeps climbing down, and then the rope lets go. Yeah, Riveting. that's because she lets him down a good amount, and then, like, it fucks up, because we even had a moment, it's like, oh, he's dead, but he caught the rope, like, two or three times before it messed up and flew off the rock, because she doesn't know how to tie a fucking rope around a rock. Barbara doesn't know a lot of things, okay? Yeah, she- I I know, and I feel so bad, because, like, I actually think she'd be interesting. She's very hard-headed. She actually does get more interesting, as time goes on. Yeah, she's very hard-headed and stubborn, and, like, doesn't really take their bullshit. Let me just tell you, you're gonna absolutely love the episode when they get to the Aztecs. 
Okay. But it makes me really like her, and so it makes me really sad to see her just devolved into 60s woman. <laughs> to put it lightly. <laughs> 60s woman? Yes. The, you should be at home, like, don't have a job, have my children, white picket fence, sexism in the American dream bullshit, like, that stuff. You know? It, it, uh, I mean, I don't know, it is, like, second episode, third episode, so. Second. We'll get there. We'll get, no, it's, like, the third episode. We went through, like, seven episodes of this. Don't oh, lie no, to me. This, this was in, the, like, the fifth, sixth episode. Okay, well, from there, um, they start talking about how it's a dead end, and they find the hole, and he falls, and they all fall through, and... <laughs> Sorry, I'm rereading my notes. I said the rest of the crew continues through the caves that they found while Thaumaturgy takes care of Barbara because he likes her. Because <laughs> I couldn't remember their names, so I just called him Thaumaturgy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, <sighs> one of the guys is like, I'm scared. We can't fight the Daleks. They're go we're, we're going to die. And what does it matter? And blah, blah, blah. And then he gets hit on the head with a rock and they drop some bags of flour that are colored gray. And they're quote unquote caved in. So they yes. can't go back at this point. Yes. Uh,. The Daleks start mentioning that there's people by the city walls, and Susan, the doctor, and the new leader, I don't remember their names, I believe that's Aladdin, um, Aladdin. Yeah. all walk up, and they found this box instantly, and goes, hey, I think this is the thing we're looking for. We found it instantly, and they're like, okay. And he decides to deal with the issue by just smashing it. You know, it's just, do. like, a pane of glass, and he just, like, smashes the crap out. He's like, I did it! Yeah. <sighs> I don't know if I prefer a MacGuffin or just smashing more. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Coffee wearing again, No, just talking a lot makes me tired sometimes, and this is a lot of episodes, and... I'll I'll explain to you later, but like, just remind me. Uh. So they smash the thing and then use the TARDIS box key to short circuit it, and yeah. they're like, "All right, cool, whatever." And they're like really giddy about it for some reason. They're like. We're having so much fun! We did it! We messed up all their stuff! And they're, like, laughing, and then suddenly there's Daleks all around them. Like, they didn't even notice they were coming. There's just Daleks all around them. So, oh God. I got so mad at this. So we're <laughs> in the cave scene. Yeah. And honestly, looking at my notes, it's just, person jumps across, they make it. Person jumps across, they make it. Person jumps across, they make it. Person jumps across, they didn't make it. I'm so bored. That's literally what my notes say, and I can't... It was so hard. It went on for like ten minutes of them just crossing the stupid gap. 
Understandable. Understandable. Oh my god! Like, it was very obviously stretched out, and I just hated it. So, whatever the point. We cut back to the Daleks at one point, and they all chant something at the same time, but it was not in any way the same time, so I didn't understand what they were saying. Yes. Um, and then I wrote a note that I honestly didn't pay attention to the Law of the Cave stuff, because it's people fakely jumping back and forth. <laughs> and then I said that the one guy that didn't want to go didn't catch the rope the first time, he just kind of stared at it, and it like hit him in the face. As it hit him in the face. Yeah. And then he catches it again, ties it around himself, because Ian's, like, yelling at him, like, Do this! Do that! We're gonna get you across! Like, hyping him up. He jumps! Ian pushes him. He does not. He, he pushes him! Ian did nothing wrong. The guy jumped, and he lost his footing and fell backwards. Okay, sure. Um, The actor pushed... The other actor. No. How does that sound? No. Yeah, yeah. Ian did nothing yeah, wrong. There's obviously a frame. Put it in post. It's right here on SoundCloud. <laughs> Maybe if I ever do a video version of these, I'll, I I'll, mean, I'll show I mean, I still it. want to talk to you about that, so. I mean, I might. But I don't put, fucking know. Put it in right here. Just um, right here. Here, Here is the audio description. Uh, as you can see, the character is jumping. And he has landed, and the character has lost his footing and has fallen backwards over the edge I, as Ian I, has actually, gone to try and grab him. Actually, Ian pushed him because he was trying to help with the stunt, because he is an actor. Ian's an actor? I thought he was a teacher. So, he f falls down and Ian pushed him. By act like the actor pushed him, it wasn't. Hashtag abolish Ian. <laughs> you can't do that. I can. <laughs> We're going to replace him with many other small Ians. We're going to replace him with many other companions that are going to do a better job. Christmas. <laughs> okay. To clarify real quick, Black Lives Matter, abolish the police. These are the things we stand for. I'm sorry that we're making these jokes, but... You're making Holy these fuck. jokes. You're making these yeah. jokes. We both are. Do not. I'm staying away from making these jokes. You're. I'm, like, walking on the path and you're opening these doors going, Hey, hey, look through here. And I'm going, can we not? Ugh. <laughs> uh, so... That was kind of the end of the episode, is Ian's just hanging onto a rock trying to hold up Antiditis, and that's just kind of where it ends, and no one is around to help. Yeah, he dies. <sighs> Got any interesting facts? Do you really want an interesting fact? Yes. Okay, so you'll actually enjoy this. So the response to the episodes overall were really, really high. Except, uh, uh, <laughs> quote, it definitely begins to drag around the fifth episode with a long trek through swamps and caverns that moves the plot forward by about an inch. Uh, the, f the urgency and claustrophobia dissipate towards the end, describing the final battle as a disappointingly limp affair. 
yeah, it's frustrating to me that uh, it's a really good four-parter spread out to seven episodes for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just seems like it got stretched out a lot, honestly. And uh, sorry for talking weirdly. I'm fighting off a cold right now and trying to yeah. get rid of it. You're good. Uh, I'm just sh- explaining sh- for anyone who might be curious. I know. Wow, okay. Um, Keep going. Fine. Final no, episode. fine. If I, da, da, eh? Okay. Um, last episode, thank God. Uh, Antonitis just decides, fuck it, I want to die, and cuts the rope and drops. And then we flash forward to the Daleks have chained Susan and the Doctor to a wall. With magnets. And... With magnets. But that's about as far as it goes. And then we switch back over to the cave. And they're like, oh no. Dirt has gotten in our campfire. And the lantern also doesn't want to work. And I just said, oh my god, I hate cave politics. And then they turn the campfire off to like save it. And they see a light. They're like, this is how we get out. And they crawl towards it and pull the rocks away. And it's like this tiny hole that I guess they make bigger. And they're through to the Dalek area. So, the Thals kind of realize that the Doctor has been captured. And they're like, okay, well, we should probably do something because at this point he's not coming back. We should probably go fight. Um, And then we switch back to the Doctor. And the Doctor starts talking about how he has a TARDIS. And if they don't believe he has a TARDIS that can time travel... Look at the fluid thingy, and isn't it super cool because it's so advanced? Haven't you seen this fluid thing? Basically, full of mercury? He, he he just goes, "Look at this stuff, isn't it neat?" Uh, wouldn't Don't you, you think, think my TARDIS cool. is not complete? <laughs> wouldn't you think I'm a man, a man who hates everything? <laughs> yeah, keep going. Um. So the Daleks are like, you know what? Once you die, we're just gonna go steal it. Like, who cares? And the doctor's like, no, you can't do that. That's not how this works. Like, no, that's just what we're going to do. Like, you're stupid. Like, that's what we're going to do. And then they're like, we suddenly feel vibrations and we're being attacked. Marky Mark and his funky bunch are moving in. Yes, the Thals are coming in and attacking. So we see the crew that was in the cave. I actually watched the Terminate last night. So in my head, it's do-do-do-do. No, I'm singing fucking Good Vibrations by Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. I know, but, like, I'm, I have Terminator in my head, like, watching this. He said it was, they were they fucking sensing vibrations. Yeah, it, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, they switch back to the cave people. They finally meet up with the leader of the Thals. And he's like, hey, what do we do? And they say, we have to hide from this Dalek that's flying by. And you can very obviously hear the wheels on this one more than any other one. And it's just because there's like silence. It's like, okay. So the Daleks decide to set off the, the bomb. And they're counting down from a hundred. Yes. I don't know why a hundred. They just picked a hundred. Because it's a nice round number, and it gives the good guys enough time to disable the bomb. Yes. That's the only reason. So, 
they basically start sealing off other exits and plan on sealing off everything but floor 10, which is where the Daleks are. Yes. And so the crew is, like, getting under doors. Barbara gets stuck under a door trying to escape for, like, no real reason. We're seeing shots of Thals getting paralyzed or dying. I'm not really sure. And we see the rescue squad at the end of the hallway when we cut back to the room that has the bomb. And also in the same room is where the doctor and Susan are. Yes. And they're kind of scooby-dooing down the hallway, going from like what behind one thing to behind another thing. And it's hilarious because there's a part where a Dalek just like drives by and doesn't see them at all. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? They're totally uh-huh. out of view. Um, they get around and they try to release Susan and the doctor and they somehow get them out. And then Barbara just throws a rock that she brought with her at a Dalek and gets its attention. And then everyone's like moving while that Dalek has that attention. There's like a ballet fight where they're like grabbing on to the Daleks and they're spinning around and all this stuff. And it's very choreographed. Very. Um, Then they wind up knocking out the source of power for the Daleks, but somehow it's possible for them to move still, which I didn't understand because there was this whole thing about how Ian couldn't be moved. He couldn't even get his helmet off because the floor was demagnetized and the suit had no power. But they go, hey, the floor has no power. Look, and Ian literally kicks one of the Daleks and it just like, flies across the screen on skateboard wheels. And I'm just like, why? The the continuity! What's continuity? Mm. (laughs) You you want me to get the definition of continuity? Because I will. Let me tell you, Doctor Who throws out the definition of continuity quite a bit. (laughs) Yeah. So, they get their fluid thing back. I believe they disarm the bomb, too, or they just leave it? I think they just leave it. I believe they kick a Dalek into it. But it doesn't blow up or anything. Yes, it does. It disables it and blows it up, kind of. But it was a... Uh, It was a neutron bomb, dear. And it actually... Well, it wasn't really a bomb. It was just... Because remember, they were like, actually, we're not going to be able to build a bomb in time. Let's just flood everything with radiation instead. Yeah, that's the plan, because they found out they need radiation, and radiation helped the Daleks from st- to stop dying. Yes. Which I think I skipped over my notes, but who gives a fuck? Um, I think quite a few people give a fuck, dude. Listen, I'm not a freaking Whovian. I, I hate that <laughs> so fucking I know you up. do. I... So... <sighs> So they get the fluid thing back, they all head back to the ship, and at one point they're all just talking, hanging out. Someone asks the doctor where he comes from. I'd like to I'd like to point this out. This kind of felt hilarious to me. He asks him where he comes from. He's like, I don't know much about you, but you know so much about us. And he just like avoids the question entirely. Yep. It's great. And the doctor goes, well, my truth is in the stars, and your truth 
is in your planet. So bye. And Susan is just being a stupid idiot. Like she's trying to act like she's way younger than 15. Like she sometimes tries to come off like as an eight year old and it's kind of jarring. Um, and then haha hijinks ensue. People are being funny. And we cut to Barbara and thaumaturgy, like wanting to make out. And yes. Yes. And they're behind the TARDIS. And Susan just like comes around the hair's like, Are you ready to go, Barbara? And just absolutely cock blocks her. But she gets a hand kiss, but then she kisses Galateus back. And it's so lewd for the 60s. Wow. Not really. It's between white people, so it's fine. Yeah, I know. It's a heterosexual <laughs> I know. kiss. It's fine. <laughs> yes. Um, and then the TARDIS whooshes away. And at this point, I notice that like they don't need to prepare for the ship moving at all. Unlike in the first episode where they literally were knocked to the ground when it started time traveling. Well, they've gotten used to it. They're shock absorbers. Uh-huh. And then suddenly there's a flash and an explosion, and we're on the edge of destruction! Whoa! And I'd like to point out, Ian specifically fell in a chair, like, very perfectly, and it was hilarious. Could I you... love watching him! Do you think oh, it might shit, be... shit, it's so good! Do you think he might have done it on purpose? Do you think there was a reason? Uh... Do you think he did something? Oh! I, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, that's, if Ian, that could be the if plot Ian of the becomes next the villain, If Ian becomes the villain, like, hell yeah. <laughs> Do you, this is the 60s. Do you really think they'll turn the the, the middle-aged... Uh, the male white the, protagonist. The, the, middle, the middle-aged, good, prim, proper teacher man into a villain? <laughs> no. He's too white. Yes. But no. uh, yes, so, uh, how do you, how do you, how do you like this one compared to the previous, compared to caveman politics? Um, it was too long, honestly. Long. I think that's my only complaint. If it was squished down into the four episodes like caveman politics was, I don't think I would have minded it. Yeah, yeah. Like... In all honesty, I don't think it was that bad. It was just long. Like, the parts that I had a problem with were pointless to drag things out. The cave scene, the argument of we should make these random people fight for us for no reason because we're British. The just little things like that. Like, the counting down from a hundred. It, um, it's a lot. <laughs> if, if the counting down from a hundred is going to get to you... I oh god, there's a lot of things in Doctor Who that are gonna get to you then. <laughs> Cause if there's one thing well, Doctor was... Who loves, it's a long countdown. <laughs> it's it's more so that like it's more so that it was stretched out. I don't mind the countdown in itself, but it was the fact that it was stretched out to the seven episode thing and that just made it feel like it was dragging on even more. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, I'm just sort of looking ahead to see how long the rest of the episodes are, because I've kind of forgotten. Uh, a lot of them are six episodes long. Uh, that tends to be, that tends to be the normal. 
uh, around about mm-hmm. six episodes. It evens out after a while to be four episodes per story. Uh, How long is that going to take to get there? Uh, Honestly, not that long. It's like episode... Oh, well... It's... It's like episode 12, but we skip a few because a few episodes are lost, and then like... Alright, so here's the problem. We're basically going to have to skip nearly an entire season, because it's nearly all missing. But we'll get to episodes in between, and you'll go, wait, who's that? And I'll go, okay, so this (laughs) is what happened. (laughs) Oh, boy. That sounds fun. It's it's great. Uh, And then, yeah, there's a lot coming up. Uh, The thing is, the longer episodes, they get better with them with time. Like, by the time you get to the second Doctor, the, like, seven-part episodes or eight-part episodes, uh, they're a lot more manageable because, like, there's still some fat in there, but it's more manageable and it's, it's more, it's like... It's chewable fat. It's, it's chewable fat. It's not uh, people jumping across a, a cave for 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, what... <laughs> like, you have to be on that my side with me in this. Oh, like... I absolutely am. Like, that's why I say, like, okay, this would be... You. This would be a go-to classic episode that I would be like, watch this instantly uh, if it wasn't uh-huh. seven parts long. Uh, if what it was if, four parts, it would be perfect. What if you edit it down? I mean, I could. I don't want to. <laughs> well, no, I know, but I'm saying, like, what if that's just something you did like, if you felt like sharing it with other people and you're like, just cut out the cave scene up until person dies in it, right? cut out arguments and things and just be like, we should talk to them. And then Ian just goes to talk to them. For example, <laughs> there's no argument. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's possible, but there's, a, there's a lot of episodes I'd have to do that with. Yeah, I know. Anyway. So do you still want to give these a number out of 10 or something? Or I don't sure. really mind if you don't want to, I don't, you would want uh, to one, do that. One Dalek to 10 Daleks. Sure. Um, uh-huh. One uh-huh. Dalek cutout uh-huh. to ten Dalek cutouts. <laughs> Do you feel like you have an army of Daleks behind you, or are they a single cutout? <laughs> I I think you gave. What did you give the last one? Like a four. I thought you gave it like a six. No, I gave it a four. Okay. Well, what would you give this one? Because because I was a little bit less than neutral. I would actually give this one maybe like a six or yeah. seven. That makes sense. Because, because, like I said, if we edited it down and just took out the parts that aren't tolerable, like the long, drawn-out parts, it'd be a really good episode. Yeah. It, it genuinely, yeah. It, it would genuinely be an episode. Like, when I recommend people watch, like, random episodes of Doctor Who, I never recommend... I barely recommend anything from the 60s, because all the really good episodes are like, oh, it's really good. It's, like, two hours long, but it's really good. <laughs> It's like, like it's like the freaking video games that people are like, you have to play like 30 hours in, but then it gets good. Like, there's only one situation that that's ever worked, and that was Death Stranding. Yeah. Otherwise, that is not something you do. And you don't Doctor play Who 30 isn't hours exactly Death Stranding. <laughs> yeah. No. But yeah, the next episode, uh, Edge of Destruction. Oh could you, hold on, could you imagine Kojima working on Doctor Who? I... No joke, I would actually probably love that. I mean, uh, I feel like I would love that too. 
for a lot of reasons. Um, anyway, the next episode, Edge of Destruction, it's psychological, it's not very smart, <laughs> it's That's fine. very dumb, but uh, we've got a lot to say about it, trust me. Uh, okay, so, yeah, uh, fuck, I would, how do, how do we end this again? <laughs> Just, um, bye. I don't remember, bye. Yeah. That works. Okay. Yeah. 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 Are we done? (laughs) Yes, we're done. (laughs)